If you like cartoony Italian plumbers, that's the manner in which we roll. Infendo Radio is on now. Hello, everybody, and welcome to Infendo Radio. It is time for the greatest show on the planet Earth, the best podcast in the universe, um, and we're all here for it. How are you doing tonight, Steve? I'm alive. I was not expecting you to start with me. That really threw me off. I don't have anything funny to say. Crap. <laughs> well, then I guess we are throwing you off of the show. <sighs> I quit. I'm out. <laughs> Justin, how are you doing this evening? I had caffeine, so I'm I'm hyper. Oh, okay. dear. <laughs> Fair. Um, Lucas, what have you had tonight, and how are you doing? Nintendo Radio, the greatest show on earth since the Ringling Brothers closed down. I'm doing pretty good. <laughs> um, I haven't had much. Good, that means no they can't sue us. No caffeine, but I'm alive and ready to do a show. Excellent. And is being dubbed right now. Right. <laughs> well, um... Understand. I'm very excited to have everybody tonight. It's going to be a really nice show. Um, I, I don't know. What do you guys think? You guys ready to get rolling? Um, let's take a little break. We'll, t- we'll thank our producers then, and then we'll get, hitting with, uh, get ready for and change the system. The easiest way to produce something really cool that you get your name on is to head over to patreon.com slash radio and give us $10 a month. We'll even say your name once a week instead of once a month. And we are back. It is time for Change the System. But before we get too ahead of ourselves, Steve has a very special mention to, well, mention. Yeah, so we actually just want to take the first couple minutes of our show to thank our producers. Um, since we changed Patreon, we have a lot of you guys now, so bear with me while I read this list. Um, producers of the Infendo Radio Show are Minus 64, Phantom, EP Nothead, Sky Pharaoh and Slacker Monkey. Excuse me, Slacker Monkey. For, yeah. You've, your name's been butchered. You're officially part of the crew. Uh, <laughs> we also have two executive producers. To get that status, all you have to do is subscribe to the producer tier and do $20 instead of $10. Um, we, like I say, have two of them now um, Andrew Searson, the original executive producer, and the Brianosaurus the one who happens to be our highest pledging patron at the moment. So thank you to the seven of you for uh, continuing to support our wonderful little show here. That was some low-key confrontation <laughs> between the two of them. We gotta get some healthy competition going was, for these guys. They like it. Andy, the one and only original, and Brian, the one who put in ten cents more on Patreon than Andy. Hey, I didn't throw out an actual number. I just said he's right now the highest producer. I was gonna have a little bit of mystery going there. We gotta have a bidding war for our love. Um, but... I actually want to use that as a little segue because I've had a hard time deciding what game is bidding for all of my time right now. Um, I, I haven't really known what I've wanted to play since I stopped playing ukulele. Um, so I've been kind of jumping around quite a bit. Um, I bought Rayman Legends again. This is like my fourth time owning this game. Um, so I played a couple levels of that. I've been dabbling in Minecraft again. Um, I don't think I played Cadence of Hyrule this week. Um, I did get back into Pokemon, thanks to Lucas. We've been doing some raids. Lucas, what was that? Oh, that's right. It was we finished the Magikarp raids, and then we did 
Uh, Lucas found us a Gigantamax Kingler. And we wow. did the Machamp as well. I was a part the of the Kingler. Was, the Machamp was the big one. That was the one that took like four hours. Well, yeah, I wish I was took, a part of the Machamp. I missed out on that one. That took like four hours, but Kingler, I wasn't even able to catch one. Okay, Thankfully. So yeah, the Go way, ahead. The way Kingler worked was um, like, how many did you get? Six or seven? Yeah. Oh my <coughs> god. Um, yeah, we did quite a few. Jeez. So yeah, so you didn't get a single one. No. Eugene didn't get a single one. I couldn't get a single one. But um oh god, who were we who were we raiding with? Who was the Colt. guy who got all the Colt. Um and he got like six or seven of them. Yeah, he got almost all of them. I was like oh, and he got one in a dive ball for me upon request. So yeah, um, so we did a bunch of raids. So I've been having a lot of fun doing raids. It's it's kind of the Pokemon bug is starting to bite me again. But you I'm didn't tell the best story, Steve. Oh god. May I? May I? Okay, so before you tell this story, I have to preface this story with something. Um before and we're past the statute of limitations at this point. This game is not that long to get through the story. But Eternatus is the final legendary Pokemon in this game. Some Pikachu on YouTube okay. um, freaking put a video of that up two days before the game came out. So ever since that came out and I saw that video, I have been ever so bitter against that worst. He is the dumbest Steve, Pokemon ever. Steve got, Steve got the final boss spoiled for him. Yeah, so, so I hate Eternatus little... with every fiber of my being. Then Lucas tells me that he's got a stat spread of double what a normal Pokemon is. Now, Lucas, you may tell your story now that they understand the anger. So Steve and I had been doing some raids for a while, and Steve was like, you know what would be cool? I want to find out if bringing a Ditto to a shiny Magikarp raid um, makes him shiny. So I was like, okay, cool. Yeah, bring your Ditto, whatever. They're Magikarp. They're not that hard to fight. We can take it. So like the last one of the night that we were going to do, we get into a raid. It was just a regular Magikarp. It wasn't shiny. Um, one of the guys brings um, Zacian. One of the guys brings Eternatus, Steve's favorite. Steve's got his Ditto, who turns into a Magikarp. I've got whatever. I'm um, already annoyed because I see Eternatus. So, <laughs> so I guess the guy who was using Eternatus didn't appreciate that Steve basically brought a um, Magikarp to our raid. So he attacked Steve instead of attacking the Pokemon. Yeah. And then and we one, and one hit KO'd him. And then we tried to attack him, but Lucas is Gigantamax, so he can't. I'm KO'd, and the asshole That's freaking so killed the That's Magikarp so before I could come back and kill him. That is so funny. I was pissed. <laughs> so we actually ended up doing another raid after that. Still didn't get a gold, but no. just to um, you know, just to prevent. I Steve also from don't think. I also don't think I ever got my shiny hidden ability one. No, you did. You got it with Eugene, remember? Did I? Mm -hmm. Yeah, you and huh. Eugene got it, one, it and I missed be, the raid. It must then be in I got the wrong box, then. Again. I'm going to have to find it. So what was your final count for Shiny Magikarps? Because I ended I up with a, I I got got a 11. I, I got think, 11, dang. and I'm proud of it. I think yeah. they're scattered across my boxes, so I'm going to have to go get go round them up and do a final count. I'll put it in Discord. Nice. So. I, I only got the two, no, three, but two of them have the hidden ability. So the other game that I actually picked up this week, because um, I really don't have that much to talk about, um, was South Park The Stick of Truth. I started over because I didn't get very far the first time, 
And that game is really good. My uh, sister-in-law came downstairs at one point, and hmm. she's like, why are you watching South Park? And I'm like, I'm not. She's <laughs> like, well, this is South Park. I'm like, yeah, it's South Park, the stick of truth. She's like, it it's is... not a show? And I'm like, no, do you not see the controller in my hand? This is a video <laughs> game. But they do that good of a job. Like, it's Steve impressive. Steve loves his, his in-laws, by the way. Hey, we're on public radio, Justin. We can't say stuff like that. <laughs> they might listen. Um, but yeah, so I have been enjoying that. I don't know that I'm going to see it to fruition because it's just not grabbing me the way that I would have hoped. But I'm sure. in kind of a weird spot right now. I really don't know what I want to play, so I've been jumping through a lot of games. I'm in the same boat. Um, I do find myself playing Hyrule Warriors again. Um, as some of you guys have seen in my Discord, um, I had 15 missions left um, when I started tracking my progress again. I've done about 5 missions since, so I'm down to about 10 more missions. So I'm thinking that before the end of the month I should be able to plan that stream. Nice. I don't know if I'll be able to, I might have to record the footage and then upload it and then hop on a chat with everybody and stream it that way because I don't know what my situation is. But I've also just found a way that I can get onto Twitch here in my office. So if that's the case, you know, I can just plan a 20 minute setup and, you know, cause it's only going to be like a 20 minute stream because it's just going to be the final mission. So, and I seem to be cranking through these missions at anywhere between 18 and 25 minutes. So, I'm excited for you to finish that one up. It's been uh, a, a journey. It's been the it's, legacy of Steve. If it's kind of a... been my thing since I joined the show. Like I had yeah. started to get really into it when I got on the show, and then EP Knothead um, challenged me to actually complete it, which right. is you know, and it's something that I really got into. But with the tent sales that I do at work. It's just been that game that I've always been able to fall back to when I don't know what I want to play. Mm -hmm. So it's going to be weird once it's done, though. I need to find a new addiction. I mean, what am I going to do? Dragon Quest Builders 2? That's what you Magic told me you were going to do, like, a week ago. What did I say I, I was going to do? My mind is shot, Lucas. You said you were going to do Dragon Quest Builders. You were like, oh, you, were yeah, like right. you were like, I think I found my new game for January. <laughs> and I was like, what would that be, Steven? And you were like, yeah. Dragon Quest Builders 2. Well, because there's plenty to do in that game. And isn't there DLC for it, too? Oh, yeah. So, yeah. So that is actually everything I've been playing. That was perfect timing. Look at me nice. go. <laughs> Fair enough. All right, well, um, who wants to take next? I don't know if uh, Lucas, you, or Justin wants to ride on the change the system, jump on that bandwagon there, if you guys are ready. I've been uh, talking through half of Steve's anyway, so I don't mind. That's right, I'm probably <laughs> going to talk through half of yours, so. Yeah, um, I don't have much to say, honestly. I haven't been playing all that much. Um, I booted up Pokemon. We already kind of talked about that. Um, not really anything to say about what I've been doing on my own. I've kind of just been playing, you know... Uh, with you guys. I I saw you playing something the other day, and I was like, "Really? He's playing that?" Okay, so I've been. Um, so, One Punch Man, Hero Nobody Knows. Oh, comes I remember out what it was. In February, which has got me in the anime arena fighters um, vibe. So I've been playing a lot of those. I've been playing the Naruto game that came out. I've been playing the My Hero Academia game that came out. I've been playing Kill the Kill. Um, in addition to that, I downloaded the demo for Mario and Sonic at the 2020 Olympic Games, and I've been playing <laughs> that. 
There's a demo I, for that? If I had money, I would be buying it because it's still <laughs> I, just as fun as the I, old one. I, I, I kind of um, think of the same thing. I might have to download that demo. Yeah, I'm, I'm doing it right now, actually. It's definitely going to be one that I pick up at some point. I mean, it's, it's exactly what it's been for, like, the last, like, ten years or however long. I guess the first one was 2008, wasn't it? Um, but, uh... Yeah, no, it's it's just it's more of the same, you know. It's fun. I enjoy it. It's a nice little burst of quick mini games and whatnot. So, at some point in my future, I will own that game. Um, I've also been replaying Sonic Forces, which, um, you know, as I've said before, is both a very good game and a very bad game rolled into one. Why did um, you pick Forces over Mania? Because I per I think I prefer Mania over Forces personally. Because I could find the disc for Forces. That is fair. That is a valid reason that I cannot <laughs> also, contest. I've always liked um, 3D Sonic a little more than 2D Sonic. So in general, like I would rather play around in Forces than like start up Mania if I had to. I would love to give Mania a go at some point, but I gotta find that disc. Um, mm -hmm. But yeah, no, well, cartridge, whatever you wanna call it. <coughs> but um. No, like I, I Mine are all have right had, here. <laughs> I've had such a roller coaster with Sonic Forces. When I first played it, I was like, "This game is really good." Then I stepped back and I looked at it objectively, and I was like, "Why are the levels only a minute long? That doesn't seem right." And now I'm somewhere in the middle where I'm like, "This game suffers from some very serious flaws from a game design standpoint, <sighs> but it still does a lot of things right that I've always wanted to see from the series." So. Sure. I don't know where I stand on that game, but every now and then it's fun to just boot up and play for a few minutes. So that's what I've been doing. And so, luckily, a few minutes is all it takes to beat the game. So you you've been playing Luigi's Mansion. That was the one I, I saw you playing. playing I want to hear about. I need that. to play more what, of Luigi's Mansion. What got you back into that? I mean, I was just talking to my wife, and we need to finish that one, so we're gonna get back well, into that soon. But. Nothing got me back into it. If you recall, I was the only one who doesn't own that game. But um, a couple of weeks ago, my roommate was like, I own Luigi's Mansion. We should play Luigi's Mansion together. And I was like, I don't really want to, but sure, let's play Luigi's Mansion. <sighs> Wait, After... your roommate has a Switch? Yeah. How did I not realize this? I never asked. And also, <laughs> like, she would, like, never play with any of us. So, you know, I guess that's a Lame. This is true. But, um, but, yeah, no. So Also, she doesn't have a Nintendo Switch online. She literally couldn't play with any of us. But, um, yeah, no, so we've been playing Luigi's Mansion co-op. Okay. Um, That's how I've been playing it, too, actually, so. Nice. Nothing, nothing will ever beat the original for me in terms of, like, the atmosphere and the level design and the character design and the sound design and everything. But 3 is a solid sequel, in my opinion. Um, as somebody who really didn't like 2, like, I thought Dark Moon was... I thought it did a lot wrong for the series, from like the mission-based gameplay to just kind of the overall lack of like Nintendo design. Mm -hmm. um, three kind of brings it back in a lot of ways, including kind of having something akin to the portrait ghost is like the boss ghost, which I think is really fun. Um, it's also a blast to play with another person. I would well, imagine and probably it's probably pretty annoying to play by yourself. Well, and it's it's actually still, even though it's not mission-based like Dark Moon was. It it's is segmented. rather mission blight. Se yeah, I guess segmented but, is a good word for it because it's separated by floor. But it's segmented in a way that's organic and that right. makes it feel a lot better. Yes. So whereas in Luigi's Mansion 2, you were literally selecting a mission and then right. doing that mission and the mansion would change based on the mission you were playing. Right. And like, like Mario 64, 
in Luigi's Mansion 3, you're just going from floor to floor, and it feels much more natural. Right. And that's what I like about that game, especially with me and my wife playing together. Yeah. Because we can sit down one night, and we can be like, okay, we're going to tackle floor 7. Yeah, and we can sit we down, sure. we can tackle floor 7, and when we're done, we can put it away, and we know where we are the next time we pick it up. That's what we've been doing. We actually, we've been doing that pretty much like every night for the last few nights. We just got through floor 9 yesterday, so... Um, but yeah, so it's a good game. I like it a lot. Um, it was one that I wasn't planning on buying for like 10 years, but now that I've played it, you know, I, I would probably want to replay it again at some point. I think it's a really solid game. But again, I can't imagine it's as much fun playing by yourself, which is kind of annoying that a, a game like that kind of almost requires a second player to really get the full experience sure. out of it. Sure, I don't even have a desire to play it by myself. Not well, see, one bit. That's it, because all you'd be doing is switching to Gooigi back and forth, and, mm -hmm. you know, it comes with its own man. Mm -hmm. But yeah, um, so, yeah, that's kind of been the big crux of my game playing. I've been playing games on Steam, too. Um, Dragon Ball Z Kakarot comes out in 12 days, so I'm sure I'll be talking about that at some point. I've been playing a lot of Jump Force in preparation for that. Nothing is going to soothe the rabid beast inside of me until February 28th when I get to play One Punch Man. So until then, I'm just going to be, like, sporadically choosing games at random, trying to scratch that itch that I can't scratch. So just bear with me for the next month, because I'm, I'm in one of those zones where, like, I boot up Smash Bros, and I start making, like, One Punch Man knees to simulate what it'll be like when I can actually play the game I want to play. So anyway, yeah, and that's kind of everything I've been doing. So with that, I will pass it along to one of you lovely gents. Awesome. Um, well, um, Justin, if you want to take next, feel free. Your time is now. Uh, sure. Um, mine's going to be pretty short because I haven't really been doing a whole lot of interesting gaming. Um, I uh, started playing... Uh, What's that game that I bought? Is, oh, Assassin's Creed Black Flag. Um, it made quite an impression, clearly. <laughs> well, I mean, it's, <laughs> it's, it's. I, I don't, I don't know how to feel about it. Like, it's not as open as I hoped it would be, and maybe it gets more open the further you get into the game. But right now, it's just kind of very linear. And I like the sound of that. Yeah. Well, and I'm stuck on a mission. And because it's linear, I can't do anything but keep banging my head against this mission. So it's kind of frustrating me, but um, I, I don't know. I play it's, it here and there. It's about as open as I would equate it to like one of the Red Dead games. In yeah. that it's, it's open and you can go where you want. You can do what you want and see what you want. But you are being guided by the story <clears throat> on a very set path. Yeah, see... And, and maybe there are more missions that I could be doing right now instead of the one that I'm on. Because, I mean, that's the difference I found with Red Dead is you don't have to do this one mission next. Like, you have a bunch of missions that you can do, you know, to, to move the story forward, but... You know. Yeah, no, Assassin's Creed is pretty much one mission to move the story forward, and it really all comes down to, like, are you going to go to the destination to do the mission, or are you going to go off on your own and do whatever you feel like? So. Well, and maybe I'll futz around Havana for for a while and, you know. But, uh, so I haven't been playing a huge amount of that. Um, actually, honestly, what I've been playing the most of is Puzzle Quest. 
Um, I am so addicted to Puzzle Quest again for like the fifth time in my life. You're gonna make um, me buy this, aren't you? Oh, it is! It is! It is amazing. Like I saw it's him just playing it the other night. <laughs> People are gonna be the death of my wallet. <laughs> yeah, you should have bought it when it was on sale. But honestly, magic, for fifteen, for fifteen gathering. bucks, it's worth it. You'll get <laughs> if if you like match three puzzle games and, and you like and you like turn based RPGs and you and like games that are kind of tongue in cheek. Um, I'm okay you'll, with that. Yeah, you'll. Uh, you, you'll probably enjoy it. Um, Lucas, if you if say you like, magic, I'm gonna punch if you, you like, through the camera. If you like, <laughs> if you like Pokemon, you'll like Magic. The oh Gathering. no! <laughs> Don't put that if, hex if, on him. If you like pina coladas and getting caught in the rain, um, there's not really anything I can say about um, Puzzle Quest that I haven't said before. Um, it's a really it's either good game. Your, I mean, yeah. yeah. Yeah, it's either your thing or it isn't, but if it's your thing, you'll get completely hooked on it. Like, mm -hmm. it's just, like, it's such, it's, and it's a great game to fall asleep to, except that I'm always just, one more battle. And then I'll finish that battle, I'm like, oh, there's still another part to this mission, I may as well finish the mission. It's like, oh, I wonder if there are any more quests that I can do real quick before I go to sleep. So I end up being up until 2 o'clock in the morning. <laughs> um, Inevitably, right? Yeah. But, um... That's so and there's Hyrule that, Warriors. and uh, I've been trying to make a new level in Super Mario Maker, but I keep coming to you know like mental roadblocks. So hopefully I'll have that done by the end of January. I don't know. I'm kind of you know jumping in, playing a little bit, jumping out. Um, let me look at my Switch, see if there's anything else worth talking about um, before I move on to the other game that I've been playing. Um, oh, um, uh, da, 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 da. oh, yeah, Star Tropics. Um, making progress in that. Um, honestly, uh, I love the, I love modern gaming. I love classic gaming on modern hardware. I love save states. I love rewind features. Pikachu. Mike Matei. Um, I just. <laughs> It, it just makes these games so much more enjoyable to just be like, oh, I, I one hit died, rewind it five seconds, you know? <laughs> so, and uh, so I'm finally getting to experience some of these games that I've missed out on for the years. Um, really, the only thing that I've been playing that I haven't talked about was something I picked up during the Christmas and New Year sales on the eShop, and it actually isn't a switch game um i've been playing rayman 3d which is a 3ds remake of rayman 2 the great escape for the n64 which is a game that i always wanted to play back on the n64 i never got around to and when i saw it was on the 3ds i really wanted it but didn't want to pay 20 30 bucks for it so when it was on sale for eight dollars um or around Christmas and New Year's, I said, you know what, that's about the right price for me, so, um, and it's a, you know, it's a decent 3D platformer thus far, you know, I mean, Rayman is one of the better platforming, uh, franchises out there, and, uh, the 3D one's no different, um, mm -hmm. it's, it's weird to be playing a first-generation 3DS game again, because everything is in, like, 
super hyper depth 3D, and <laughs> like it, it's just sure. like I'm not used to it, <laughs> but uh, but I love it because that's what I got a new 3DS for in the first place was all that fancy 3D stuff that they stopped doing after the new 3DS came out. Um, yeah, that's that's pretty much it. Um, oh, Star Fox 64. I played a level of that. I I realized that I bought that for the virtual console, the Wii U virtual console, and never finished playing it. So I'll probably finish that up before next week. <laughs> I have that game like bought probably like three times i guess i bought it on the that virtual console i bought it on the original wii virtual console i bought it on the 3ds 3ds when it got remade so yeah mm-hmm. yeah i have it on uh i bought it when it first came out on the original n64 rumble pack and all um i didn't buy it on the wii virtual console in fact i didn't buy much um n64 on the wii virtual console but um, I think there was a my Nintendo reward for like thirty percent off, and I'm like, hey, you know what? For five bucks, yeah, I'll play Star Fox sixty four on the big screen again. Why not? You know? Right. Exactly. Cool. Well, I guess that's about right because your time has officially ended, Justin. So I guess it's time for me to get talking about my change this system. Um, I have actually one bit of news to discuss here before we before I move into the games that I've been playing. And who am I kidding? All I've really been playing is Pokemon anyways. But um, I want to talk about the rumors of the new Switch. Um, have you guys seen the upgraded Switch is apparently going to be launching in 2020 sometime? Gonna be... Sign me up. Take my money. I'll trade in my Switch V2. <laughs> if it's got a better battery, if it's got even the same battery life as the Switch version 2, I will take it. And I'll take your Switch version 2 because I've actually been playing my Switch in handheld a lot more than I used to. And damn if that thing doesn't die like every other day. I just got a new case for my Switch Lite. It is literally the size of a wallet. <sighs> <sighs> Yeah, I. Sorry, so I, I'm kind of no. I'm. I mean, that's what we're here to do. Discuss the new switch. I'm. I'm all, kind of all for it because I didn't buy the upgraded switch, and I was looking at it for from afar. Like it's like, man, nine hours of battery life. That sounds really good. Um, if this switch comes out and it's you know affordable, it has 4K support because I do have a 4K TV. You know all that good stuff. I might just trade in my switch and get it. I don't know. I don't. I don't know. Like. We were hearing rumors of a smaller Switch since, like, the first year the Switch was out, if not before the Switch came out, and it took this long to get it. I think if there is an upgraded Switch, we're probably not going to see it until at least, like, next spring or something. I could be wrong. I didn't think they'd ever release a Switch Lite, but... The only reason why I um, why I think it has some significance is because, and it, I'm just kind of taking this from the article that I'm reading, but according to GameIndustry.biz, the, the person who is kind of leaking this rumor um, says that part of the reason they're doing that is because this year is going to be the launch of the PS5 and the Xbox whatever. It, it, I, I, what is it called? The Xbox? Series X. Yeah. <laughs> so mm-hmm. it's kind of in part to combat that, you know? And plus, as we've seen, when Nintendo launched two new Switches last year, 
their sales only went up. You know, they had the biggest Switch sales year in 2019 than they ev than they did even in 2018. So you know, I don't know. There's some merit to this here. I see I see some people that are skeptical, some people that are all for it. I don't know that I got your opinion on this one, though, Lucas. Did you? What do you think about a new I'm Switch? I'm not incredibly opinionated about new system upgrades. Like I mentioned on past episodes, I don't usually buy them unless um, I'm really in need or like I really want what it's doing. Like with the 3DS XL where it was like, oh, it can play Smash and the other ones can't. Like that was a thing. Right. Or, or mm. it can play it well, or whatever the case was. But yeah. Xenoblade, <laughs> yeah. you know, I think, was a XL exclusive or something exclusive. like that. Exclusive. Mm -hmm. But, um, but you know, like, that's an exception, because to me, then it's almost like a new system. It's like, oh, this can actually play games. But, um, no, I mean, just, like, where I am in my life right now, and the whole, like, trying to save more money than spend it kind of thing, that seems like kind of a superfluous purchase for me, so I'd probably sure. pass. But, um... I mean, it's cool. Hopefully, it's solid. I just hope it doesn't phase out what I have. You know, that's always sure. my big fear. Yes. Yeah. Like, I'll see, that's one of the things that worried me about the Switch Lite is, you know, all the features that they removed from the Switch Lite. That you know, I'm afraid we're going to lose in regular Switch games because, oh well, they're not on all the system. You know, again, the yeah. the 2DS came out and we stopped getting, you know, stereoscopic 3D games on the 3DS. But Although, no. to be fair, the Switch came out and we lost Switch features after basically, like, what was the one game that used the IR thing on the, yeah. the Joy-Con? Oh, but, oh um, God, yeah, that one. But, I mean, <laughs> and, and kind of in defense of Nintendo on that one, that doesn't seem to be the case that they're going with. Because even a game as casual as Ring Fit requires you to, like, detach the Joy-Con and put them into the thing and stuff. And it's like, you know, sorry, Switch Lite owners, you just can't play this game unless you, like, buy new Joy-Cons. So. Mm-hmm. Yeah, no, I, I don't. True. I don't think it's gonna do anything. I think the the thing that would be a deal breaker, like the thing that would really mess with me as like a normal Switch owner, would be if they were like, "Hey, here's 20 exclusive games you can only play on the Switch 2.0." Like then, you know, if there's if there's a game coming out for it that I can't get because I have a regular Switch, then it hurts a little bit, you know. Then it's yeah. Kind well, of like, okay, one I'm being forced to upgrade. One thing you can be assured though is all the core games are going to work with it. Um, yeah. I, th I think the only ones you might run into issues with are going to be like your Xenoblades or something like that. Yeah, I just, I don't see them going in that direction because that would require a massive amount of upscaling for a lot of people. But I think if anything, it's just going to be performance and maybe like some, you know, maybe like the touchscreen will be prettier. I would be okay with that. Yeah, but yeah, I, mean, like... oh, I was actually, we were just discussing this in, in, the, in the chat and uh, DJ, one of our producers, uh, mentioned that you know, um, being uh, 4K is probably not too likely because that would be, you know, a huge processing jump. But I could see them maybe having like a 4K output and basically just upscaling the, the you know, 900p, 1080p, whatever graphics that are already in the system and just rendering those at a higher resolution. Yeah, that would make sense. Yeah, I mean, and then maybe, I think Andy also said this in the chat, um, maybe have the screen of the Switch itself be 1080p instead of 720p. So, like, you know, that would be a nice little boost to the actual screen resolution you know, of the Switch itself. Honestly, unless they plan on, you know, like reducing the bezel, I don't find 720p to be all that, um, like, 
like I think it's fine on the switch screen. Now if they but make that's the switch you screen, no, you need more peas, Justin. Well, see, <laughs> see, and I'm with, I... <laughs> I'm with Justin on that one, where I like aspect ratio and I, I don't even know what you would call that, like quality or whatever. It doesn't, yeah, it doesn't affect me. Like I, I legitimately, I do not notice unless I'm upscaling. And then once I'm back to downscaling, it's like okay, fine, I'm back to what I was at. It doesn't really, you know, bother me at all. But um, yeah, like. It bothers some people, and I think those people would be the ones that would be like, "I gotta get this new switch, man! Comes in 1080p." Like, yeah. yeah. See, it's not as big of a deal as going from you know 1080p slash 720p on the TV to 480p on the Wii U gamepad. Sure. Um, with and that had a crappy like crappy screen on top of the fact that it had a low res screen, like. Like 720p on the Switch is is perfectly fine, and like I have an iPhone 11, which let's see, yep, the screen is the exact same size, and like I don't know, it's a significant dif- a significant difference at the distance I hold it. Closing sure. thought. Yeah. Closing thought. Make it something fun for the tech nerds to buy, where they'll want to upgrade, but don't make it anything that's going to cause me to not be able to play a game on it. That's, sure. that's all I. That's all. Or I not afford it. Yeah. So yeah. basically, well, just yeah. make it like a PS4 Pro, yeah, where exactly. it's better but not required. Exactly. That's right. that's right. totally cool with me, you know, because I don't need better. I'm fine with good. I've been using the same cell phone with a cracked screen for the last year because I don't want to pay <laughs> for a new one, and that's fine. Right up until they tell me I can't make calls on a phone with a cracked screen, and then it's like, okay. <laughs> yeah, I don't. Right. I don't need games that are exclusive to the new Nintendo Switch. But, you know, if you want to make games that run better on it, that's fine. <laughs> sure. Yeah. Then we have to have a new Nintendo Switch Lite, and then the new Nintendo... Don't give them this any This is going to get expensive. Guys. <laughs> oh. but, only uh, yeah, for I you. With that, the rest gonna, of us only buy one. With, with that, I think that um, I don't really have much else for change of system. I mean, like I said, I've just been playing Pokemon a whole lot. I do want to highlight the fact that I was able to finally get into some raids with y'all. I got into um, Magikarp fun. Raid with Steve one night. Oh, that was a hey. joke to try and get people in raids, too. Eugene, right? I, was there, I was there for the Magikarp Raids, too. We just didn't do many together. <laughs> oh, that's true. Okay, so me, Steve, Hurtful. and Lucas were there for the magic card. It was only me and Steve that actually caught them, though, because yeah. we. Yeah. I was yeah, on we, my own. Yeah. I was like, I was like, screw these guys. I'm gonna go play with some <laughs> random strangers. Well, and, and then Eugene you, finds a hidden ability shiny. Like, you should have seen us trying to get EP in the raids. Me and EP do <laughs> IT for a living. Me and Lucas have done God. hours with a rating, and between the three of us, we barely got him off. Right. <laughs> So, but uh, yeah, th- I mean, again, that's enough for my change of system. We've been playing a lot of Pokemon. I can't wait to talk more Pokemon next week, honestly, because that's literally all I want to play right now. I, I just, I think about Pokemon when I'm sleeping, when I'm at work, when I'm pooping, I'm thinking about Pokemon. Now you I know how I Pokemon. feel about Hyrule Warriors, DJ. <laughs> now you know how I feel about Pokemon. <laughs> all right. Well, we are going to take a quick break here so we can change it up. And Justin's got a little game changer for us. We'll be right back with that. Head to our Discord if you want to ask the Infendo crew a question for the question block. You can get there by going to infendo.com. All right, we are back. It is time for actually a little bit of a mini game. So I'm going to toss it over to Justin for that, for uh, one short round of Nintendo. All right. So now I think I'm ready to go. We're going to play a quick round of Nintendo tunes here. Just something I pulled off of... Uh, 
pulled off of my list of games that I've been wanting to use for months while I couldn't, you know, get anything to work. So as soon as the music that's playing is gone, I'll start playing mine. Returns? Nope. I was gonna hate you so hard. <laughs> we do only have uh, six tracks, so. Donkey Konga. No. Damn. Donkey Kong Jungle Beat. No. Snake Pass. Yes. Are you serious? <laughs> Go, Dang. Luca. <laughs> you, you can't win all the mini games too. This is some BS. He didn't win last year. I didn't even get to That's because he's the one that hosted it. <laughs> <laughs> I didn't even get to give a clue. I didn't get to you play didn't any have other to. music. It was David Wise or Grant Kirkhope. They're the same person. <laughs> Leave me alone. Right, uh, well, Snake Pass, it is. We're going to Snake Pass right into our segment. And actually, um, we have a cool roundtable. Steve, I think you're the one that posed this question here. Yeah, I don't I know. Just... I just closed my Discord, so let me get it open back up and I'll explain. Okay. It yeah, I don't know if you need to, if we need to necessarily read the whole question, but kind of paraphrase no. it. But yeah, like I think that was a pretty cool roundtable discussion we can play off of here. So, basically, last week, and Justin kind of alluded to this earlier Already? on tonight's uh -huh. show. Um, Justin, who was that streamer that we gave two middle fingers to earlier tonight? <laughs> uh, the Mike Matei. Thank That's you. the one. Um, Mike Matei had made comments about how, um, basically about how save states, cheat codes, um, um, stuff like that, basically, if you're not beating the game in its original state, that you don't get credit for beating the original game. And rather than sit here and beat on the negative, I actually kind of wanted to swap it out a little bit and focus on the more positive. What... Um, like, kind of, how do you enjoy playing your games? Um, what do you consider completing a game? You know, when would you feel it's time to quit? That kind of stuff. Mm -hmm. um, so I can kind of take point on this one and give a brief thing, and then you guys can kind of delve into it. But for me, my personal, and I take this actually from Colin Moriarty, who I've lost all respect for, <laughs> but it, this is one of the few things that I do agree with him on. Um, he always said, if you're not having fun playing a game, why are you playing a game? And that's kind of the philosophy that I've taken. Agreed. If, if I'm going to have to, you know, use save states to beat Zelda 2, and I know that's the only way that I can beat Zelda 2 because that game is ridiculously difficult, <laughs> and I'm a 36-year-old man with a full-time job, a wife, a podcast, and a gaming addiction to feed, I really don't have that much time to put into games that I'm not interested in or that are too hard for me to do. Sure. So if there's something out there like Save States or even Shovel Knight, for instance, it has introduced cheat codes into their game um, to where even if you don't get the achievements for doing it, you can still beat the game and enjoy the story. The way I look at it, if the developers put it in there, it's fair game. They wouldn't if they didn't want it to be done. They would either not put it in there, or they would patch it out if it's an exploit. Yeah, so, and that's definitely true nowadays. Because you know, like back in the day, a lot of cheat codes were there for like 
debugging and and you know yeah. play testers but like nowadays there were other ones that were there though to help you out right like the konami code right honestly i'm i'm of the opinion that even if a developer didn't put it in the game play a game how you want man like if you want to mod your skyrim so then hulk hogan is <laughs> traipsing around the freaking field do it man like i don't care as long as it's a single player game, as, don't yes, do that that's exactly Yeah, what I was like, as long as it, well, yeah. all right, let me let me amend that. As long as the way you're playing the game does not negatively affect how somebody else plays it. Like right, if right. if I I used to play GoldenEye with the Game Shark on with my friends and do all sorts of wacky, Pika. but you know, it's, right, <laughs> right, yeah. Like if you want to have your modded Pokemon and play your game that way great thank you keep them out of online because i don't want them in the online sure speaking of speaking of which if anybody would like to trade me a mewtwo in uh pokemon let's go i'd appreciate that (laughs) (laughs) i have some kind of mixed opinions on this whole debate i guess good i also have the (laughs) i also i also have the if it's not bothering anybody go nuts and have fun with it mentality but it always bugs me when I find out that the um, rewind feature is a feature in old games I'm playing because I don't want to use it because I want that, like, I did it feeling. Sure. But I invariably end up using it because it's convenient. And at the end of the day, eventually I would get it without it, and that's just me, you know, saving myself a lot of time and making that push. But there's a part of me that always kind of wishes it wasn't there. Because, uh-huh. you know, I'm, I'm, I'm playing through, like, the original Mega Man on the Mega Man Legacy Collection. And it's like, oh, instead of having to spend, like, six hours grinding in the first world before I finally beat it and get Cut Man's ability and then I can move on, <laughs> I can just rewind and do it in the first go. And it's like, yeah, that's cool. You know, I can get through these games quick. But part of me is, like, part of, the, part of that old school vibe was that grind, you know? And not having it or having the option to skip it, I'm going to take it. You know, I'm going to take the easy way out. And that's more, you know, that's more speaks to, I think, my willpower than anything, you know? Because I, yeah. I have the option not to use it, but I Lucas, invariably I, do. I have to agree with you on that, and here's why. <laughs> I have beaten Super Mario World I don't know how many times, mm-hmm. getting through the special zone and everything. Yeah. But just because I could use the rewind feature on the Switch, my last mm-hmm. playthrough where yeah. I beat it, I did it, and it took me like two hours less than it normally yeah. takes me to get through that second level. Well, or third or fourth or whatever it was. And I try to set, like, uh, certain ground rules for myself that I stick to. Like, I will not... Like, if I die, I try to... Like, when I was... The rewind is a little bit too difficult to manage. But, like, when I'm using save states on my NES and Super NES Classics, I will set a save state, and then if I die... I go back to the save state and cannot set another save state until I beat the part that I died at. And then I said, instead of, okay, here's the part that I always die at. I'm going to set a save state here and then keep doing it over and over again. If I die, I go back to the, like, so if I'm playing Donkey Kong Country, I'll set a save state at a halfway barrel or a DK barrel. And if I die, I have to go back to that barrel and redo all the stuff before it, you know? And, you know, again, that takes willpower and sometimes sure. i'm like i've died in this spot 10 times i'm just going to <laughs> set it right before the hard part but it's it's nice to have the option to do that yeah yeah no i feel you and i think for the sake of 
you know, like gaming as a whole, I think it should be there rather than not be there for those old games because, you know, my my desire to not cheat is, can be coupled by, you know, hundreds of thousands of people who just want to play through the game and enjoy it. Um, <laughs> sure. I do also have that, like, boomer mentality where it's like, these kids today are growing up too soft and they should have to play it like I played it. And, you know, like, it, that, that, that wanting, wanting kids to grow up experiencing that, like, hard grind from old games but you know it's a different age and kids like different stuff so i guess if it's going to make kids want to play games more then give them the option to you know use the the cheats and exploits and whatever else that are I'm with the well, game. well and you know i didn't even mention this in my change the system but the other game i've been playing is i've got back into final fantasy 9 the reason i didn't mention it is because i'm basically playing it like an interactive book um, in that I've got, I entered the Levels. level 99, <laughs> the level 99 cheat and oh the, gosh. you know, full money cheat and there are no random encounters and, you know, like, so, <laughs> so like, I'm really just playing, like, this is one of those things where I just want to see the story. I want to experience the story and, and, you know, know what happens in it. I couldn't care less about the actual battling. I just want to see how it ends there is a there is a part to me that that game designery part of me that feels like there's a i don't i don't want to say a disrespect for the game at that level but like i don't know it's it, like i get i get why you do it and it's because you know it's an rpg and you just want to play through the story but by mm-hmm. that same standard i don't know there's there's something about it well, that just if, feels off if like, i enjoy the battle I don't I don't care like like the like the South Park stick of truth I loved battling so I had no desire to to skip any of that um I I intentionally got into battles because it was fun I don't enjoy the battling in Final Fantasy games and to bring up Eugene's point if they didn't want me to do it they wouldn't have made it a feature <laughs> yes, it just it just feels like kind of cherry picking like the you know the portions of the game that you like versus the portions you don't and I guess that's fine, but I guess that that really comes down to the personal choice thing, you know. Like, I, and you know, I, I'd what? almost it's... I'd almost rather play. Sorry, Eugene. Um, no, go ahead. I'd almost rather play like a like I started seven, and I didn't really get into it. I found it a little too, you know, retro for my taste. And I was like, <laughs> I think I'm done, you know. But like, I, I well, think, and that's how I, I would. That's how we would treat most Final Fantasy games. Is their like their their battle systems feel so archaic and so bland to me that if I didn't have the option to skip them, I just wouldn't play the games. I I I guess to me, playing the game is kind of an experience, and when you start kind of I guess diluting the experience by taking things away. Again, I'm not I'm not taking the stance that apparently this guy had that was that you know you're not a real gamer or whatever. (laughs) But for me, for me personally, I feel like it kind of. You know, it's like it's like I like this tea, but I don't like the bitterness, so I'm going to add sugar to the tea. A lot of people do that. A lot of people add cream and sugar to their tea or their coffee to make it taste better. I've always drank my tea black, and I think I guess that's that purist mentality that I have <laughs> that like it's it's all or nothing for me, and I guess I take that to gaming too. Like if if part of your game sucks to the point where I don't want to play it, then I'm just not going to experience your game. Whereas, you know, if the game is solid, I'll play through the whole thing and not use exploits or whatever. Well, and and I'll disclaim my my Final Fantasy experience. It, it just 
one one more way and then get off of the the specific element of it but i found from my experience playing final fantasy is that it is a lot more dialogue and story than it is gameplay and battling so if i'm going to spend 90 some odd percent of my game reading the story anyway i may as well just eliminate the 50 hours worth of <laughs> repetitive battles and get through the story. Yeah, I guess I just I think of people like, you know, our, our listener Phantom, who like, falls, falls in love with that like RPG grind, you know, like that's his whole mm-hmm. thing. And if if he if he approached the game like that then he might never have discovered that that was a genre he really liked for that exact reason, you know? Yeah, I don't know, sure, it, it, almost, yeah. it almost comes down to like, you know, I only I only eat things that I like the way they taste but how do you know that you're not going to like this thing if you don't try it? Because I know well, that I've, you don't like I've it. I've played right? Final Fantasy games. I've played RPGs. I've yeah. tried starting a lot of them, gotten a few hours into it, and just gotten bored. And then there are other RPGs that I loved so much, I played all the way to the end. I played all the way to the end of Paper Mario, Super Mario RPG, South Park, The Stick of Truth. I love that active... We're getting off topic here, but you know, I love, I love it's, that it's, it's active battle discussing. as opposed to the passive battle. Sure. Well, and then well, I'm gonna jump in here real quick so I can get my point out before <laughs> I lose it. Um, and then I think I'm gonna toss it to Steve because I think he's trying to get something in as well. Um, but um, my, my thing on this one is, and it when you were talking, Lucas, it made me think of Pokemon. There's a lot of elements in Pokemon that's in some of the games I just don't touch, and that's not because I don't like Pokemon. But, like, when the Poffins came out, I think that was in, like, Diamond and, and mm. um, Pearl, I think, maybe. But, yeah. like, I didn't really touch that element. I didn't really like making Poffins. Yeah. That just wasn't my thing. But that's not to say I didn't think that was a bad Pokemon game. I haven't so, touched camping. Uh, sure. Yeah, actually, you were te- you were saying that. You haven't touched camping at all. But those that are doesn't... optional. Exactly, yeah. Those are optional things. But where I, I guess where I... Where I where, where the save states and the rewinds and everything that in, in like that comes in. Mm-hmm. I don't know. Like I, I'm of the opinion that you got to play the game the way that you want to play the game. Like screw if you think if people say that the developer created this game this way, so you have to play it that game. I don't, I just don't think that way. Like it's like you say sometimes Lucas games are art, right? So mm-hmm. like it's up to the person who purchases that art or views that art or is consuming that art to, you know, make of that art what it is, you know? So I don't know. Anyways, um, Luke, I don't know, Steve, if you needed, yeah, needed to I'd jump in to. here, how to point here. <laughs> <laughs> no, I was, I made my point right at the beginning. Um, I guess my final thought um just get over this gamer shaming culture i'm tired of the whole oh you're not a zelda fan because you haven't played this game or you're not a true platformer player because you play with this right get over yourself just let people enjoy games let's Mm -hmm. get over this whole gamer shaming thing it's it's disgusting let let people enjoy things like that's really as long as their enjoyment is not at the expense of somebody else then you know totally let it go Someone has had a healthy dose of Twitter in their life. Um, you don't say. I may yeah. or may not be actively seeking out other social media to promote myself. Yeah, I, I definitely skirt the middle more on this one because I agree with everything you've said, but I also have some bones to pick with some of the exploits and stuff that are used to get through games quick, you know? Well, well I've see, always, okay. exploits are different. I've, see, always, I've always seen... 
I've always seen like the speedrunners who are like, you know, I finished Ocarina of Time in seventeen mm. minutes. Oh yeah. It's like that is that is that is in its own way quite a feat because it involves breaking down the game at like a met a, a matrix style level. Sure. And, yeah. You know, exploiting various features to get to the end of the game, but it also kind of it, it, I don't know. There's something about it that just feels. False yeah, I don't and, think I think. As far as speedruns are concerned, if you have to exploit a glitch, then you didn't beat the you didn't beat the game properly. But there's a but there's a category for that, and that's well, why right. they distinguish between like right. a full run and a anyway. Last last thing I want to say before we cut off because I just don't want to be I don't want to come across wrong here no. in this in this group is everything that I've talked about. I'm talking about on a personal level. Right. I'm, right. I'm with Steven. Yeah. I'm and that was Steven the point Ju- of this whole. Question. Yeah, I'm with, yeah. I'm with Steven Justin. Where I might look at you, and if you're using exploits, I might say. I wouldn't play it out. this way, but well, well I, yeah, yeah, I, yeah, I might, I might feel like mm-hmm. you're missing out, and I might feel like you're not playing the game the way it was intended to be played. You're not getting the right experience, and I might, I might have my own internal judgments about that, as internal. I'm, you know, allowed to have. But that's the key. I would never <laughs> go out of my way to, you know, there's no, it's a video game. Why, right. Why yeah, shame somebody right. over that? But for me, for me personally, I think I prefer the purest route. But mm-hmm. I would, you know, not really care if other people do it. I guess that's my viewpoint. Right. So what what Lucas is saying is when we won't discuss on this show <laughs> when 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 Chromatic Hue comes out officially, cheat your way through it. Lucas yeah, won't exploit care. Exploit it. Mike found a glitch very early in where you can hop up blocks to get to the top of the stage. So. <laughs> oh no! <laughs> oh yeah. <laughs> no, that's, funny. that's great. Um, awesome. Well, if we don't have any um, final thoughts, then I guess we'll just move on. And it's time for the question block. Um, So, yeah, I think that we have a really good question in there from minus 64. Um, I will read it because, I don't know, I have it open right here. So he says, does Nintendo need to worry about this coming holiday with PS5 and the Xbox Series X coming out? We kind of talked about this a little bit, but I think um, even DJ um, said something in our um, Zoom chat here. But I think... Nintendo has two things up their sleeve. Number one, for me, is if they do release this new upgraded Switch, I think that'll really help to um, curb people from buying a PS5 if they were on the fence between, like, you know, a new system or getting a Switch. You know, I think they might jump on board on that one. But Andy said Breath of the Wild 2. I mean, that's all really all you need, you know? Like, that's kind of going to be the biggest game of the year, I mm-hmm. think, right? Like... It probably it will. has to be with as many game of the years that Breath of the Wild got. I think that Breath of the Wild Two is just going to dominate the market. Right. I just I hope. Yeah. It's well, I mean, it's that. it's like you know, it's it used to be you know sequels at least as far as movies were concerned, sequels are lesser than the original, and now like you notice sequels usually do better than the original because it has that you know everybody who slowly got into the original. Mm-hmm is just all on board for the sequel right off the bat. And, and you know, I think we're going to see that with Breath of the Wild because Breath of the Wild brought a lot of people back to Nintendo or to Nintendo in the first place, brought a lot of people back to Zelda or to Zelda for the first time. Um, and so there was just this kind of slow burn of Breath of the Wild 
it came out, it was big, everybody was excited about it, but then over the next like year or two, had this long tail of people who were just discovering it or still playing it or whatever. And it still has that tail. I still see people right. that are like, I finally got a Switch and I finally am playing Breath of the Wild. Yeah, right. I mean, yeah. that like Breath of the Wild and Mario Kart 8 are like the evergreen titles of, of Nintendo right now. And all of mm-hmm. those people, whether they bought those games day one or two years later, are going to be there. For Breath of the Wild too. Yeah, you know, and that's whatever. true too because you don't, you don't, we don't get the NPR or MPD numbers anymore, which which we used to like way back in the early 2000s. Yeah, which is nice. <laughs> but in Japan, that's true because Breath of the Wild and more so Mario Kart is constantly in like the top 20, always hovering right around like you know, <coughs> still selling somehow like you know well, thousands of units every week it's crazy the mario kart saw, 8 saw, attach rate has to be like 60 percent or more at this point well and i saw a number somewhere i'm wanting to say nintendo life possibly had it but evidently the switch sold more units in 2019 yeah. than it did in 2018 yep. mm-hmm. yeah <laughs> yeah no i i I don't think Nintendo has ever really cared about the competition for good or bad, you know. Sure. Yeah. And that doesn't mean that they're that doesn't mean that they're going to succeed this year compared to the other companies, but I think and I think this is actually kind of a healthy viewpoint to take because I think it's allowed them to remain largely independent and it does mm-hmm. lead to issues like the how do I play Pokemon online thing where they're just not with the <laughs> times on certain things, but yeah. and then, like Justin always says Nintendo's going to do what Nintendo do. I got to think about it now. <laughs> Nintendo going to Nintendo do what Nintendo does. <laughs> yeah. Um, there it is. But yeah, no, but that's that's a very accurate statement. Nintendo operates like they yeah. have no competition and that has worked right. in their favor significantly in the past and it has also worked to their detriment mm. but for for better or worse they've survived for almost 200 years on that philosophy and i, I think as mm-hmm. long as the new president doesn't really you know screw that up in any way it's going to keep going so i think nintendo will just kind of do them and maybe it won't be the biggest financial year they've ever had but they seem to be doing all right so far so. Yeah. and i think like and, and and maybe it's because i've never really been an early adopter for consoles but i i find at least from my observation that it usually takes a year or two for a new console to really kind of generate a lot of buzz sure. like like Nobody like like the people who want who go out and drop five hundred dollars day one, you know, wait out in the cold and rain for a midnight release. Like, like that may be big news <laughs> at the time, but they're they're a subset within a subset of gaming culture and whatever. They're twenty five percent of the show. <laughs> <laughs> well, but but uh, but that's what I mean. Like, I don't think any of the rest of us are going to be camping out for anything we'll get it when we get it and you know we'll probably wait and see if we're even going to get it so no you'll I, wait for I, my you'll wait for the official steven review the next day <laughs> yeah right i it, so i'm yeah exactly yeah i i don't even know where where we came with on this conversation but i'm with you on that one justin because mm. i I just yeah I, I I'm not gonna so hot on the switch the new switch I'll get it when I get it but like I'm not gonna get it like day one you know like I said I'll wait for the, the official Steam well and that might be something I'm I'm more willing to jump on day one because it's a known quantity it's a switch but better like like you know the you know new 3ds I got day one because it's the 3ds I play every single day but better 
and sure. you know that's you know so that might be a little bit different but like i'm not gonna get i still don't have a ps4 i only just got an xbox one last christmas um i probably will not get a series x or a ps5 for at least three more years so rumor is this ps5 is going to be able to play everything so well, we'll that's see. yeah that, and that's like i might not even get a ps4 because of that i might get a ps5 and then wait on the series x who the heck knows but i know i'm always going to get a nintendo system and you know if i don't get it day one i'll get it you know as soon as the games are there that i want to play on it right exactly um i you know i am kind of with steve i'm t- sometimes i am the the day one person but lately i'm kind of floundering right in the middle like i got switch on the day one but like you know i didn't get the switch light i didn't get the switch light or the the new switch which i really wanted that red box switch. we'll see we'll see eugene if you ever have a chance to hold a switch light we'll see if it changes your opinion because mm. anyways you're not, you're not the only one that can sell stuff sir <laughs> right <laughs> <laughs> All right, but uh, thank you, Minus, for the question. We appreciate that. Um, If you want to leave a question, all you need to do is join our Discord and join our Patreon. It's as easy as that. Um, So we are going to get out of here for the night, though. It has been a fantastic show. Um, We didn't talk about this, but there's a Pokemon Direct tomorrow, so we'll probably be talking about that next week. I know. They Um, usually do the Direct on show day. I know. know. Well, but Game Freak clearly doesn't. Yeah, Pokemon does their own thing. (laughs) Um, there is a there is a predictions channel that's going up in our Discord today. If it's not there already, I can't remember if I did that. Um, but we can post our predictions in there. I also have one on my side as well. Awesome. I don't predict. Oh. I just hope and get disappointed. Well, put your hopes and disappointments in there, Justin. <laughs> Uh, all right. Well, we are going to get out of here. It is time to end the show. But before we do, let's tell the people where they can find us and everything that we are doing. Sort of like a secret second Discord, Steve? <laughs> yeah, I've been spending a lot of time on Discord, whether it's mine, whether it's the Infendo one. Um, I think you can join. I know you can join mine by going to the Infendo or community tab on Infendo.com. And I believe, Eugene, that's where our Infendo official Discord is as well. Also true. So go to Infendo.com and join both the Discords. Um, Mine is finally starting to feel more like my own Discord and not just a carbon copy of the Infendo one. So it's kind of fun to see that grow. Um, And as I mentioned earlier, I'm in the final 11 missions of Hyrule Warriors before I get my final two medals, which means I won't have to talk about Hyrule Warriors anymore very soon. Yeah, I, I plan on doing that stream before the beginning of February is kind of how it's looking right now. So watch my Discord. I have a Hyrule Warriors Endgame channel in there where I will be posting all that news. I really, really hope that like right as you're finishing Hyrule Warriors, like magically some DLC gets announced or something like that. Oh, can you, you know. imagine? I would be so happy. <laughs> or Hyrule if, Warriors 2. What if, yeah, what if it's not DLC? What if it's a new game? Oh, Sign, God. Sign me up. I have my <laughs> I have my addiction for the next three years. <laughs> what if it's the same game, but they add, like, three new things, and you have to start that game from scratch? Oh, I think I would cry at that point. <laughs> so would the rest and of I us. Would, and I would Steve's, start it over from scratch. Steve is, Steve is reminding me of, like, an Italian grandma right now. Where it's like, it's like, but what if this happened? Oh, Maron, I think I would cry. 
Fun fact, Mexican grandmas sound just like that too, because that's how my wife's grandma sounds. <laughs> oh boy. Um, Justin, what is the sound of you telling us where the people can find you? Uh, as, yeah. Yeah, I can um, tease myself too. <laughs> Um, Apparently you can, that's the sound. You, you can find me on Twitter at InfendoJustin. Um, I, I'm still tweeting my Disney stuff on at Utilidork, um, but haven't done much with the site yet. I've got big plans and no ambition, so, you know. Um, and uh, I, I haven't said this in a while, I don't think, but, you know, check my profile on at InfendoJustin. Send me a friend request, you know? I mean, I don't play online very often, but it's always nice to see, you know, somebody online playing something I want to play, and, you know, I might jump in with you. It's fun to see what your friends are playing. I just joined someone's friend list from Platonic, and she was wanting to do just that, find out what all her friends are playing. So do that for Justin, so he can cyberstalk you. (laughs) (laughs) Oh, boy. Um, Steve, where can the people... No, Lucas, where can the people cyberstalk you? Well, I've been playing a lot of Hyrule Warriors lately. (laughs) Minecraft! (laughs) Shantae, Shovel Knight. Um, No, um, so I actually... If you've been trying to tag at Chromatic U on Twitter, (gasps) you might have noticed that that's not working. Um, I did that the other day. I almost killed you. Um, so, so, yeah, I have disabled my Twitter account. Um, I will probably re-up it not to continue using it. I'm over Twitter, guys. Twitter sucks. The internet is just a toxic cesspool of everybody shouting and nobody making sense. And I'm done and Twitter with is the armpit of the internet. Twitter is real. <laughs> Twitter is, like, mainstream bad before you get into, like, Reddit and 4chan and all the really, you know, just awful parts of the internet. If any of but, you want to sponsor us, tips at infendo.com. But, <laughs> but um, I am attempting to bring my own spin of positivity to things on my YouTube channel, which is something that I'm going to be doing more frequently from now on. Um, I set up a schedule that I've been following for the new year, sort of a... Um, you know, things I want to get done kind of thing from the day to day. Um, Mm -hmm. I'm planning on doing live streams on my game every Friday, which is something I kind of toyed around with, did a little bit of, tried to do the 100 days, that bombed, we all know that. But um, (laughs) I want to get a live stream out every Friday, and I want to get a video out every Saturday. So my goal is going to be to get that done every single week. I would love to see you guys on my YouTube channel, which is just Lucas Peace, my first and middle name. Um, I'm sure I'll coerce Eugene into giving a link on the, you know, um, podcast feed, so we can just do that. But, um, yeah, do that. And if that's too hard, you can go to my games website, which is chromaticu.com, and you can check out kind of what I've been working on there. I should probably update some profiles, because I've got some new stuff to talk about there. Um, I said this was going to be the year I finished my game, and I mean that one way or another. So that game will be done in July. Um stick with me i've got a little more time to work on it i plan on putting a lot into it and hopefully getting a lot out of it so come be a part of me and everything i'm about on my part of the internet and i know you've done it before but it's been a while i think you should spell out chromatic hue for everybody in case you're trying to go with it yeah isn't it isn't it clever of me to pick a game title nobody can spell um, it is chromatic, C H R O M A T I C, and then hue is H U E. I mean, at least it's a real word, unlike Utilidork, which is a portmanteau <laughs> of a portmanteau. 
<laughs> I enjoy portmanteaus from time to time. I've, I've been known to enjoy a good portmanteau with a little Chianti. <laughs> I think we found our show title. Um, we are going to get out of here, but not before you follow me, <coughs> Mother Effers, um, because I'm still here too. It is time to follow me at Infendo Eugene, but kind of like Lucas, I'm sort of over social media, so I don't really post a lot of things on Twitter. But, you know, again, follow at Infendo. That's where you can follow all the things that the show is doing. And Steve already said it. Go to Infendo.com. Join our discords. That's really where we want you to be, I think, these days. That's kind of where all the happening is happening. On that note, we've kind of moved all of our Patreon posts to Discord as well, so make sure when you subscribe that you're also tying your Discord profile to that. Mm -hmm. Yeah, that's important as well. All right, well, thank you everybody for a great show. Thank you for everybody who joined us live tonight. Um, If you're listening to us on the produced episode, we love you just the same. We will see you all next week. Peace. See you real soon. Bye bye. Infendo.com is the place to go if you want to get everything that we are doing. Head to our Patreon, go to our Discord, even Steve's Discord lives there. Go to infendo.com today. <laughs>